Welcome everybody to the Whatnots Crossplay Show, but this isn't your usual your usual news show. This time we're here to talk about games, specifically one game, the game of. Thank you, Resident Evil Village, because it technically doesn't say eight. But yes, I am joined today by the ever wonderful, the kind of funny fan himself, Ignacio Rojas. Hey, how's it going hey. now? And we are joined for the first time by Kelvin. Oh, I already, I'm going to botch it. Dima, <laughs> D, Dimas. Dimas? Close. Calvin Dimas. Calvin Dimas. Yeah, also known as Amaze Hobbs over at Twitch. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, guys, nice. Resident Evil 8 is a video game that came out that we all have played and have beaten at this point. Yes, it is. Yes, no, no one, no one has beaten the fact. game. No one has beaten it. I, I yeah. am only two hours in. Uh, I think Ignacio is three, three-ish hours in. And Calvin, sure. I don't think you've started it, actually. Uh, no, I think yet I've beaten it two times now. Two uh, times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ignacio, how many times have you beaten this game? One. Like, one time. I, I have beaten the game six times have you really i have i have i have be i have beaten the game six <laughs> times so... his face right now <laughs> so i i just want alan, alan yes alan. yes can you tell the people why you beat it six times was it that you liked it that much that you wanted to play it five more times afterwards you know that that ignacio that's an interesting question and we will get to that in a minute but first i want to start with just our history where, what, how big of a Resident Evil fan are the three of us? Ignacio, I'm going to start to start with you. What's your history? How big of an RE fan are you? Where, where are you coming from? That's an interesting question. So I did grow up with a PlayStation 1 and a PlayStation 2 and a PlayStation 3 and a PlayStation 4 and a PS Vita. But <laughs> I never really played any Resident Evil games growing up. And so I think it would have been like... Three years ago, four years ago, I decided to play the Resident Evil 1 version for the PS4, which is kind of like an enhanced version to same gameplay, but better visuals. All right. Because it was, it was one of those holes in my gaming knowledge. I had never played a Resident Evil game before that. Okay. And I really enjoyed it. And so, yeah, then after that, when Resident Evil 2 Remake came out, I played it. 3 Remake came out, I played it. And then... This year, at the beginning of this year, I played through Resident Evil 7, and I also really enjoyed it, so that's pretty much my journey with Resident Evil games. Alright, so not an OG RE fan, kind of got into the more, the more modern-esque remake era yeah. of Resident Evil. I mean, I, it started with the Resident Evil 1, I don't remember if they called the, the... it remake, remaster? I don't Whatever. think they were it's, called RE1. It's just, it's just a better version of RE1. Yeah, and that one is still the same gameplay as the older ones. It's still big camera angles. No. Tank controls. Now, the diehard, the diehard defender of Resident <laughs> Evil 7. Calvin, what's your history with Resident Evil? Where are you coming from? I'm the diehard defender. <laughs> um, <laughs> um so it's interesting because I also got to Resident Evil late, uh, but it was one of those things where I would go to Blockbuster back in the day, I would see Resident Evil on the shelf, and I was talking about the remake, the, the GameCube version, Yeah, yeah. and I didn't play horror games for the longest time, I was like, that's too scary, that's too spooky, I'm not going to do it, and the Resident Evil movies also kind of came out along, not alongside, but around the time they, that they put out Remake, and then Resident Evil 4 would come out, I think, a a year or two after, I don't remember the timeline on that, mm -hmm. but I watched the Resident Evil movie with a friend, and he's like, it's not scary, it's not scary, and like, it wasn't until the end, because what scared me about it was not the, not the zombies or people getting bit, it was the fact that they contain the zombies, and then at the end they get out, and that's, that's what scared me for some reason. So, <laughs> for years and years and years, I was like, I've, I don't want to do Resident Evil, I don't want to do scary games, and over time I got more brave and started to delve deeper. But what got me into it was Game Informer does a show called Replay where they oh. every Saturday they will go and play some old game that's relevant. And they also do something called Super Replays where they play through the whole thing. So they played Resident Evil 1 on the PS1 in, like in, in one episode and then mm. they played 
GameCube remake in the next episode. They do PS1 GameCube, PS1 GameCube. And what made me fall in love with it is Tim Turry, who is now at Sony, used to write for Game Informer. He would go through and break it down almost like a speed run and be like, okay, so you want to kill this zombie here because you only go through this area once. It's not important. But this zombie, uh, you don't want to kill because it actually becomes easier to dodge and break everything down. But then he'd go into the lore of like, oh yeah, we're going to do this part. We're going to come back to this area. It's really important. And they kind of reference this in Resident Evil 2 and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, and you just, I could hear the gears turning. I'm like, I have to play this game. I have to play this game. So I played Resident Evil 1 on the PC. That was 2014. Played nice. through it. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, I really like this. And Revelations 2 came out like a little bit later. And Revelations 2 is one of like the side games that yeah, yeah. Is a, isn't one of the mainline games, but it's not a spinoff. I, mean, I guess it's kind of a spinoff in a way. Uh, but it was a kind of callback to the original games because everyone talks about one, two, and three. People yeah. talk about four. People talk about the boulder punching from five. And then people tend not to like six. And seven wasn't out yet. So people are like Resident Evil's fallen. Revelations 2 maybe is like showing that Capcom's getting back on track. Yeah. Well, uh, well, 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 I think well, that's, what I, I want to interject because I think I think that's interesting because I think that makes me the oldest Resident Evil technically fan here because I never played the original. I never played the original ones myself because I'm okay. the diehard. I'm a Leon S. Kennedy stan. Ari, okay. Ari 4 is my child. Uh. And I think that game came out before the enhanced version of re1 or is it around the same time so i think i it's around i know the enhanced version came out came out on gamecube first mm -hmm. I don't hmm. if it was before four or not well have to Google it seems none of us are are i guess are resident evil boomers i guess we never grew up playing the original <laughs> franchise and that's good nope. because I don't think Resident Evil 8 pulls from some of the OG games. Nope. So now I want to ask, I'm not, I'm not going to give a lot of my thoughts early on because playing RE8 so many times has given me some very unique opinions. So I just want to start with something with the, the I guess the spoiler free version by now. We're not going to talk about the story yet. We're going to talk about kind of gameplay and mechanics. So I want to talk to you guys with the games you've with prior games you've played and your experiences with the video games. How did you feel how Resident Evil 8 controlled? And what, what were your general positives that you liked about the game? Kelvin, I want to go to you. What, what, what are your positives on this game? It's strengths. It's strengths. So I think when you look back at the original Resident Evil, um, you know, it's famous for its tank controls. It's yeah. not going to go in there. You're not going to run and gun. And the later games, 4, 5, and 6, I haven't played 6, but I know 4 and 5 are more action-based. And I feel like in eight, you get that you get that marriage of action for that from four, but you mm -hmm. kind of you can't just sit there and just be like, okay, I'm just gonna mow down these lichens. So I think sitting there and kind of having to plan out your shots a little bit and having okay, shotgun and wait, shotgun and wait, shotgun and wait, because the enemies stagger. So I think it plays like a like a modern FPS, which I think is a great way for people to get in, but it's still harkens back to those Resident Evil roots a little bit. There's no tank control mode, per se, yeah. but you still have to control your shots. The game's not tanky, but it feels like it could have tank controls. Okay. Ignacio, what about you? What, what's the strength you took away from this game that you really loved? <laughs> Ignacio's like, I didn't like the game. He goes, no, I, I, I didn't like it at all. I, I liked the really? game. I no, I like the game. The my problem is that I, I don't know if I can necessarily point at something that is its strength. Uh, it, it's a beautiful game. Mm -hmm. it, mechanically, it is pretty well. I like it. It's uh, the implementation of the dual sense. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you, you didn't yep, even try. This. I don't. I don't use the PlayStation's features, so I don't know what vibration or the triggers are like. Oh, that's interesting. And overall, I. <laughs> Overall, I think it is a solid action game. Definitely. Okay. So you would say it's more of an action game than a horror game? Yep. And therein lies my problems with it. Wait, so, so you don't feel like the game has one single strength that just kind of has a lot of little, little strengths, but overall, 
you're you're saying I think that... overall overall it is a good game it is a solid game it is a game that I, uh, by the end of it i did really enjoy okay but i don't know if i can necessarily point at one is at one specific thing that okay. i really enjoyed see i'm i'm not going to give any i'm going to give the mechanics specifically because being being a resident evil 4 fan i i love the kind of actiony crafting management that resident evil 4 really brought at least to me to the forefront because that's that's my first game but i also really love that kind of slow horror attention that resident evil 7 brought back and what resident evil 2 and all those have and i mentioned it before but resident evil 8 to me its greatest strength is it somehow strikes a great balance between the action resident evil that it took too far and the more horror tension of original resident evil I, I agree I, with that. I, I feel like it struck... I mean, it's, obviously it doesn't do it perfectly. It's hard to appease both sides. But it tried really hard, and I feel like it, overall it did succeed. It tried, yeah. It, it tried. It, it tried. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. It did try. Well, Ignacio, you only, have sim, you only have a service knowledge playing the game one time. So since you're... It's a good game... What are the bad? What 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 did Resident Evil 8 fail at the most? Oh, it failed to me at being a continuation of what Capcom was doing with Resident Evil. What? <laughs> because really, yeah. So we all know that Resident Evil One through Three were the horror games of yep. the franchise. They kind of like reinvented survival horror games, and then four, five, and six. That's when the franchise went more towards the action aspect of, or more towards action. And that's also when people say that the game fell down, because that's not the strength of Resident Evil, I would say. It isn't action. The place Resident Evil should be is survival horror, and that's when Resident Evil 7 came out, that was them going back to that. And so now we have Resident Evil 8, and to me, Resident Evil 8, is going to repeat what happened with 4, which was going from survival horror to action, and then hopefully it doesn't go fully to action. I, 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 uh, uh, no, 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 finish. I I have a really interesting, like, I think Resident Evil is is at its strongest when it is survival horror game, when it is confined to either a mansion, a house, a police station, whatever. Castle Dimitrescu, in this case. Village. But, <laughs> no. See that? Castle Dimitrescu. Castle Dimitrescu, and maybe half of the dollhouse, to me, that was... That had more hints of survival horror Resident Evil. Yes. But that's a small part of the game. And so that, that's my problem, that they, they had something with Resident Evil 7. They went back to survival horror, which I think is where Resident Evil thrives the best. And they are now again going away from that. Like, See, I wouldn't call Resident Evil Eight a scary game. I I mean I would call one section of that game pretty, <laughs> pretty scary. One section. No no no. He, no. Okay. I, I have, are you I talking have, about have, the dollhouse? I well, hang on. I have one good counter to because the, that's to half use, a section. To, to you saying that Resident Evil Eight is an action game. Playing through the game so many times, you're right that the game does lean into its action roots. But I actually find Resident Evil 8 to not be as consistently action-y as, uh, this is going to be a bold statement, as like even RE4 and to a degree RE7. Because in RE7, when you get to that end section on the boat with Mia, that just feels like it's trying to be that action section of the game, but it doesn't do it very well and it's kind of boring and mundane. Where Resident Evil 8 does that a lot better, but, like, playing the game so many times, there's a lot of sections of the game that you're not fighting nonstop enemies, only in, like, only in the stronghold and then in, in the factory. But even in the factory, I want to say that it's also kind of horror, horror-esque because a part, outside, of, a part of horror is trying to manage your ammo and capacity. The certain enemies in there that you have to use explosives on if you're playing on a higher difficulty and you're not saving those, those enemies are scary because a lot of your weapons don't do anything to them. No, if you, you know what I'm... The... No, I, I feel like there were 
situation. More often than not, I had way more than what I needed. But you played on standard, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. I also play the other games on standard. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. So I, now I'm going to throw this to, to Calvin, because I, I want you to talk about the game's biggest downside to you. Yeah, so I will agree with Ignacio that, as, even though I love this game, that I was a little disappointed that, and this was an issue with Resident Evil 4 as well, where you're kind of prepping in the same way you play Resident Evil 2 or 3, if you, or if you played Code Veronica back in the day, where there is a hard boss check if you don't have your stuff together. You yeah. basically fail the game. And you're at the end of the game, you're like, oh, okay, I have the Magnum, I have the Sniper, I have all these great weapons, and you know, I, I, I'm set. I don't really need to over-prepare, where RE2 and 3, you kind of do a little bit, not as much as Code Veronica, but as far as outside of that, where I feel like the game doesn't, I guess, vibe with me, okay. is in, in, in that factory setting, I don't know, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but the pacing when you get there, it just feels like it drags on a little bit too long. And even when I went back through and played uh, on my second playthrough, I knew where I was going. I'm just like, okay, this feels like this weird, like, I know why you have to have it because each lord needs to have a little section of their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. But it just feels like thematically what was going on there. It's, it, it creates a definitely more interesting world and expands on what's going on mm -hmm. um, in that village, but at the same time, they kind of build it up to be like, hey, this is what's going to happen, and then it subverts your expectations, so that's interesting, but at the same time, it's just like, I just kind of wanted to go in there, maybe explore a little bit, and then have a boss fight, and then maybe um, see more of that ending section maybe expanded upon a little bit, but okay. that's just me. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean to be fair, the the worst part of that that factory section is it. That place is damn confusing. Yes. That place, that place, like, I I know how to speed through there now playing the game so many times, but like that place is just a maze, and I I don't like it for that. I but I feel like I like <laughs> I'm not I'm just, no. I, I like the factory more than I like the boat. I like I like the latter half of RE eight more than I like the latter half of Resident Evil 7, only because I feel like 8 was just better. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I feel mm -hmm. like... I feel like once, yeah, once you get to the boat section, it loses its steam a little bit, and then it kind of comes back in 7. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas 8, yeah, it, I feel like it is kind of a bit more consistent. The dollhouse yeah. is still my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people have said that. Um, I, but yeah, I, I think the consistency is more thorough. Let me let me tell you this right now, right? Let me tell you this. Um, the doll section, after the initial scare of it's gone, that section sucks because it's so slow. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, because like when I okay, going in going into the I guess I'm because I'm gonna just mention the details of the spoiler part. Confetti spoiler. Oh no! Don't click away now if you don't want to know about the the thing that we're gonna talk about. Well, don't click away. Just skip ahead. Yeah, or skip ahead to some other point where I'm not doing this. In some yeah, when when confetti comes back here. on, you can you can resume. So in the dollhouse, you got you got the the big giant mutated bloody baby, right? That section is terrifying when you first get there. Like I was for one, Ethan's flashlight, dude. Come on, put some extra strength batteries in that damn flashlight. That thing's got to get so close before I can see it. I don't like that. And that section is terrifying, and it's and it's amazing. But after the initial scare of it's gone, that section I feel like suffers the most because there's no combat for you to engage with and there's not a whole lot of lore going on there for you to kind of be invested with like Heisenberg's banter and his killing Miranda and everything else. So it's just you rushing through the puzzle as fast as you can, walking, oh, you run through the hallway, baby shows up, run away, wait for it, and then gets past you, run through. Like that section, at least on even one other playthrough, I feel suffers the most because it's just slow and it only has that initial value. And that's why I feel like the Heisenberg factory section holds more value on repeat playthroughs because at least you're being engaged, whether it's easy or difficult, no matter what difficulty that dollhouse on every difficulty I've played on, even village of shadows is literally the same. Nothing changes. The baby's not faster. Your flashlight's not worse. It's just slow. And and that yeah. could that could just be my own. That's 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 my 
I may be playing the game multiple times kind of sours my experience on certain sections. Uh, sounds like it was a mistake. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Uh, the dollhouse for sure might be the weakest when it comes to gangster stuff. I think the, the strength of the dollhouse is probably the trying to figure out how to escape and also the scariness of it, of being chased, of... Uh, of uh, the dolls themselves, and I think that dude, those dolls are terrifying when they jump up on you. But I think that one half of the dollhouse, I would say, and then Castle Dimitrescu are the closest that the game felt to Resident yeah. Evil. Because oh, yeah. to me, to me, the rest of the game is all very linear. Even you, you say that the the Heisenberg's late uh, hideout. You say that that's a maze. I cannot see that to me it's, that section is very linear i i i can see how it's linear but like when you're looking for all the treasures and you're trying to find all the cool trinkets and stuff that's mm -hmm. when it becomes a mm -hmm. maze yep uh, yeah i agree with that i on the on the baby part i, I get the the sentiment that like hey it's very lore light but i also would disagree with that because even though you're not reading a lot of documents and it's more about like a set piece moment. Yeah. I think it was cool for Resident Evil to lean into the psychological horror side of things that we see yeah, in yeah. things like Silent Hill. It's very PT inspired, obviously. But because we see in the Resident Evil 7 demo, I don't know if you guys played that, but when that dropped, there were ghosts. I don't know. I don't remember if it was Evelyn or who it was, but people are like, is there a paranormal thing going on here? People had no idea what was going on with Resident Evil 7, which I think generated a lot of hype for it. Yeah. But. With the baby section, I think it's it's Ethan, you know, he's hallucinating, obviously, but I, I like them leaning into that psychological horror of, like, Ethan's trying to get his baby back, and then now there's this baby horror, spooky, giant fetus thing chasing him because he's yeah. so focused on that. So I like that side of it, but I agree with it being lore light um, from, like, the traditional standpoint of Resident Evil Yeah, lore. I mean, the, I, I mean, honestly, from looking at it, like, I, what I feel is probably the weakest part of that section as well is Beneviento was underutilized. Like, I wanted to know more about her than anyone else. Yeah. Like, and, and that's including uh, everyone's, uh, you know, big, big mama. I wanted to know more about Be <laughs> Beneviento. <laughs> like, so, yeah, okay. I think Harris is the... You know mm -hmm. the least of her, and also the Harris, Harris whole section, I think, would be the shortest of all of them. Yeah, I... And even then, like, even if it's more puzzle-based, I do enjoy Beneviento's section more than Moreau's. I, I don't care for Moreau's section, and I think that's not because his section's necessarily... I mean, it's, it's linear and kind of poorly designed, but I don't care about Moreau himself. But I think that's intentional. I think you're not supposed to like Moreau because he's just a bumbling doofus. And he's got mommy issues. They, yeah, I mean, they, they yeah. all kind of do, but, like, it, it's more evident with him. Because he's yeah. like, Mommy, why don't you love me? Whereas it, Lady Domitrescu and... Or Domitrescu, I'm sorry. And <laughs> what who's... Uh, you don't really see... You know, I can't say the doll lady's name, but you don't really see it from them. And then maybe you can even argue Heisenberg has a little bit more of, like, a resentment from his side. But there's yeah. all some form of mommy issues there. Well, I, yeah. I felt... I mean, besides his section, I thought Heisenberg was the most interesting of all of them oh yeah for sure like heisenberg heisenberg like i i'm sad that he just kind of like has a section and then he's just defeated like i thought it would have been a lot better if heisenberg maybe like got away like you thought you killed him and then he got away and then maybe he kind of comes up later because like yeah. he because like before you learn the whole thing like when heisenberg talks of using rose's power to kill miranda I, I wanted to know exactly what he was going to do. Like, what was he going to do? Yeah, his first fight, I think it, it is a bit disappointing. How it ends just him becoming this mechanical creature and you fighting with your mechanical vehicle. Uh, it's not like quite, it's not quite metal. Oh, yeah, metal alloy, which I yeah. do not understand why Heisenberg That's right. wouldn't be able to. That's right. To control it oh i didn't even think about that but yeah <laughs> yeah because it no, specifically yeah, is brought to the attention of like it's not it's not metal it's Chris alloy it's like why can't you control it i don't know Chris says that it is a metal alloy which i don't 
get why he wouldn't be able to control God. It's Chris. What he says is law. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, see, okay. I, I want to just, I want to just, I want to, so like, obviously the castle section, now the castle section, while short and only a small part of the game, the castle section, while short, is literally at the perfect spot of the game. Because that's the part that like, that part is so perfectly designed with the routing, some, I, the puzzles are kind of simple. Mm. But like, the castle section is such a great way to captivate you, and I feel like the castle did a great job and a bad job. It did great that it captivated you, but then it did bad because then it set up your impressions for the rest of the game. Yeah. And the rest of the game doesn't live up to like the castle. Yep. Yeah, it isn't like that. I mean, like, Beneviento's section is great. I feel like Beneviento's could have been great if it was longer and it didn't have action, but had, like, a bit more action, sp- like, having, as Calvin, you mentioned, like, hallucinations, having Ethan fight ghost throughout the house like imagine the house being way bigger and you're trying to shoot these ghosts while the baby's chasing you okay kind of reference i can see that i can see that like i think that would have expanded that section wouldn't have made it the castle but it would have been a lot better moreau section that section freaks me out because water but like that's like i don't think there's (laughs) any saving that section do you have a thing with video game water yeah, I, when I see things in deep water that are underwater, like the, the fish in Resident Evil 4, that freaks me mm-hmm. out. Okay. The, the, okay. Uh, the reference, referencing, uh, the eel from Super Mario Sunshine also freaks me out. That's what it always goes to for everyone. Uh, and I really, if I had the resources, I would love to do a, see a study or do a study of like the correlation of people and the Super Mario 64 eel and now terror of video game water because everyone I, I says i hate water they're like i hate the eel from super mario 64 too I, like there's, I, su- there's I, some type of correlation i swear now now heisenberg section is is great for to me for a lore perspective but if there's one thing i'm going to complain about that i pray the both of you agree with me that chris redfield section why is that even in the game uh which section yeah i hate because, that because section it, i hate because it. it is such it is such an example a good example of my problems with the game that section the whole section is straight up action yeah it yeah and there's no there's no breathing room in there and i but feel it like is straight up action you have no trouble with your ammo uh nothing oh, like yeah. that it is you just Going through the village, killing zombies. I mean, I mean, you, I like, I, I, I mean, it's the lichen enemies are still the worst thing. I, I hate those things. Stupid sidestep maneuver. I, that pisses me off every time it happens. Mm. Yeah, when I got to that section, I was definitely like, "Yo, we're playing as Chris," but like, yeah, looking at yeah. The, the product overall, I was just like, "Yeah, like this is this is weird." Like, but the same time, I was hyped for it. But I do agree that yeah, it's. I personally, I would have taken Jill. I just, I want Jill Valentine back. I mean, I mean, I, I, I wanted that section. I just want that section retconned out of the game. Yeah, because you don't really need it. I mean, you could do some cutscene stuff, and then that like, that'd be it. Like, on, honestly, though, like, why is that section there? Is it just to put padding because for the reveal of Ethan? Like, is that literally why it's there to just have mm-hmm. that build up of, to make you think that he's there? Yeah, like that. Yeah. That's it. Like I. Yeah, all all of my pro like I love playing through the game, but then every time I get to that Chris Redfield section, I just I just I hate I just hate the game at that point. And I hate it because like especially when you have to use the laser targeting on the on the Mega Mycie, those yeah. enemies don't stop coming. No. And your targeting laser is so slow. I I, I guess that since I played it in normal, I didn't have any trouble with it. Uh, let me let me tell you, if you play that section on Village of Shadows difficulty, <laughs> God help you. No, I just would point at it and move. I would just move myself, but still keep pointing it at the thing. It doesn't work. It doesn't. They, they never stop me. No, no, and, but like enemies in Village of Shadows are hella fast. Chris's assault rifle, that like his strong gun. If you shoot an enemy in the body, it takes like. 13 bullets to kill an enemy and the enemy well, why are you shooting in the body first huh? off why are you shooting an enemy in the body the, in Resident the, Evil? the aiming is so bad 
That's Resident Evil, though. Like, I you've know. always had, like, not I great know, aim. and that section doesn't oh, you, work. You would hate why does the cheers? Why does the body, <laughs> why does the gun only have 30 bullets? Why are the enemies so tanky? Because every bullet counts. Oh, my God. That's survival horror. Not, not, not in Chris Redfield action <laughs> section. Bullets don't matter. They just, it's mowing people down. Not if you're playing in normal. Uh, yeah. So, Alan, someone, you, go ahead, Alan. So, no, fun, fun fact right. for you. In Village of Shadows difficulty, uh, your, your pistol can be fully upgraded. Uh, lichens don't flinch from a single shot. Unless you shoot them mm. square in the head. Okay. And Good the lichens select like the sidestep way more. And they're the worst thing that ever existed. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I, I love Resident Evil 8, but yeah, like, I, and not even just because I played the game so many times, that Chris Redfield section just, it just sticks out like a sore thumb. I love all the lore when you're in Miranda's lab, though. Like, I love yeah. reading about the other lords. I love reading that somehow Miranda connects to Spencer from Res the like beginning. I feel like the was too convenient, maybe. Yeah, to, yeah. To Umbrella, because you see throughout the village how... Oh, you see throughout the village the Umbrella symbol. And then you get to her lab, and then you get to the... I feel like this one later just tries to connect the, the, the game whole so thing. hard because it, it's Spencer talking to her and, and basically telling her everything that sets up Umbrella. Like, oh, I like I like the that I like that, that cool symbol, symbol in the, that we in see. The altar yard. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it on my company. And oh, <laughs> hey, I know you are working on this stuff. I think that I can also I should also work on that stuff, but do it with more people. Uh, and hey, I found this one thing that I they're gonna use and I'm gonna start my own pharmaceutical company and Dude. and yada 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 basically trying Spen to connect them hard. Spencer looked at that symbol in the altar yard and he was like, yo, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he told me he was like he was like, hey, don't copyright that. I want to use that. I got some big planes for that symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you guys I don't like the the connection though. You guys feel like it's forced. No, I, I mean, I, Ignacio feels like it's forced. I, I laughed at it, but I, I'm kind of down because I don't know I, a lot of the original <laughs> lore. I thought it was kind of cool. I like the connection. I wish that it wasn't, it would have, they would have been more subtle with it, more, uh, not, because I, I feel like it all came, they tried to connect it so much in just one, one letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how would you have felt if maybe they had more clues to Miranda's village and Spencer in letters throughout the game? Like, what that if they? Been better. Yeah, like, what if they just had it sprinkled of like, of like the vis of the visuals of like, ooh, wait, was what Spencer I, maybe here? What I, one of the things that I thought was gonna be a good connection because you keep seeing the umbrella symbol and the umbrella symbol keeps being connected. Mm -hmm. I thought that. Spencer would have somehow been connected to the old people from the village. Because you, you, in that one place where you have to place all the roses parts, yeah, you see the, the four, or it, the section that's before that one, you see the four statues of people looking at it. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought that Spencer was probably going to be connected to the older people that once lived there like the first people from the village oh, I thought that, that was gonna be okay. the connection and it was somehow the tie the spencer family was somehow connected to like this cult or something that the umbrella symbol was gonna be a part of but oh but not no, just spencer being the understudy of being miranda a yeah being like a friend of miranda and seeing the thing and be thinking oh that's a cool logo i'm gonna use it on my pharmaceutical <laughs> company and Hey, you like you want to bring back your daughter? I think that that's a cool idea. But what if I do it with more people? And what if I use this one plant that I found in one of my troubles? And so, okay, it, it just kept going. The so, so, uh, the one one thing I want to add before I, I ask more uh, of Calvin's opinions, I I did <clears> think it was interesting when you read Miranda's books on the lords of her study of her experiments on them, and I thought it was interesting that Heisenberg was technically a perfect vessel for Evelyn to come back. Miranda didn't use him. But I'm assuming Heisenberg didn't start out just hating Miranda right away, right? 
Because when you're reading her books, right, everyone was like either a failure, they're not was suitable, he, they have a drawback. Was he not a Heisenberg pe- had no negative side effect from the cowdo. I, I want to say that's correct. I'd have to look at the, the note. You can find them all online because yeah, yes. truth be told, I've missed one. I had to go back and find it online. I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> I didn't know that the doll lady was supposed to be a, a good fit for her. No, but she had drawbacks because she had she had the mental instability from the from the experiment. Concerned that he was a, she was the one that was like the good candidate. No, Not no, like he- Heisenberg Heisenberg right. had the had because because Lady Dimitrescu needed blood constantly. And mm-hmm. she grew in size, so that was her drawback. So if she didn't have regular injections of blood or regular ingestion of blood, she would probably mutate or be unstable. Moreau was just a failure all around. I mean, do we, you know, he was, he was just, he was jank. Poor Moreau. From, he was jank from the moment. Uh, Beneviento had mental instability. That, would, that was her drawback. But Heisenberg didn't have one because he melded, he melded perfectly. He could just control magnetic fields and metal, and he was a big fan of building blocks growing up or something. I don't remember that part, but <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I don't know because we never get into like what age she adopts adopts these kids or yeah well, and whatnot. It's, so it's hard to believe she kidnapped I, them from neighboring villages. That's that's what they came right. Out, yeah. So I wonder if at based on her data to that point, Heisenberg was the best specimen, and so was perfect. Yeah. But Rose was a child or literally a baby, and I think. Um, who Miranda's child was also a baby? I forget. I forget if they ever say the exact age. I like, it's on the gravestone. I, I don't know. From some sickness. It's this, uh, the Spanish flu. Yeah. I mean, I I did like the connections. I did like how eight took place after seven. I do like realizing that Evelyn from seven was a failure. Like I I thought that was cool. Like, and we haven't mentioned it. I did like the reveal of Ethan being. A mole. I didn't. I, I kind of, well... I saw that coming. You what? Yeah, well, because... Okay, so... The, we see that uh, his daughter gets kidnapped, right? It's like, well, why do they want his daughter? Yeah. And yeah. so, in Resident Evil 7, he's able to talk to Jack and, like, the little, like, mold mind sphere, whatever they're at. He's able to see Evelyn, and they talk about in the lore of 7 how... Whoever's like infected with the mold, you can see Evelyn. So he was effect- infected to some degree. Yeah. So I figured that mm-hmm. the baby's ob- well, the baby is obviously like host whatever this infection is. It's obviously dormant because he's not doing anything while he's not attacking Mia, he's not going yeah. out rampaging the street he's, as the mold. He just but wants his baby. They, yeah, but I figured they wanted his baby because she had some form of mold in her. Yeah. Um. So I I knew that that was gonna. Be that was gonna play into things at some point, so it's just like okay, this kind of just strengthened where I was already going. See, maybe I'm just oblivious. I I didn't I didn't see I did not see the reveal of Ethan being a mold. Like I mean I whenever Ethan just reattaches his limbs and just survives attacks, I was just like oh it's just it's just a video game. Ethan's just dummy no, invincible. They, they made it very clear when they cut his arms that it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was it, and it's not just his arm that we attaches. It was his, his sleeve and everything. Also yeah, the sleeve. <laughs> that was a little much because I was, yeah. I was like, well, that's just Resident Evil healing juice because people get bit all the time. Yeah. They, what do they do with the herbs? We don't know because we've seen seven. You actually drink it, or he pours it on, pours it on. Yeah, but yeah. Puts his, puts his leg else. back on. What do, they, what do they do with the herbs? Do they grind them up? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They never say. They're just like, oh, you combine green herb with red herb, triples the potency, dude, and then I, now you're healed. <laughs> dude, I don't know. I like when Ethan when Ethan became a mold. When they were like, oh, like, okay. My my only issue with Ethan's reveal being a mold, right? Is Chris Chris helped Mia and Ethan. Like he ro- relocated them and helped them, right? And he breaks into that cell, realizes it's Mia, right? And she's just, where's my husband? Oh, he's he's dead. He didn't make it. And Rose says, you're wrong about him. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Chris is like, no, he's dead. And she goes, I've been trying to keep this a secret, but it's like, what? And Mia, what the, f- what? Mia, how do you fucking, I, it was just uh, so weird that Mia was just like, he's more special than you think. I've been trying to keep this yeah. a secret for so long. Like, what? I have a problem with him being a mold. I always thought that he, him being able to reattach limbs and his healing thing was something that the, what are the people called in Resident Evil 7? The family? The the bakers. The bakers? bakers. The bakers. 
I was thought that they had even made something that they gave to him that allowed him to reattach limbs or something like that. But then to make him... So in the end of it, he's not the same Ethan that came into the Baker's farm. No, no, because he He was killed. He was killed. He died. Yeah. Yeah. Which which blew my mind. It was like, yeah, you were when Jack stepped on you, he killed you. You're like, what? Ethan's dead? (laughs) Plays a dead guy the whole game? Yeah, so that's my my problem with it is that it retroactively means that the guy that you played through Resident Evil 7 first died at the beginning, trying to rescue Mia, and then you're playing as another guy, a, a fake, a clone. Well, so so one one last, uh, do you guys have any other like thoughts before I ask like my last question about like the end of the game? Uh do you know what the uh adapted trigger implementation was for the game since you never tried it? Or did you try it? No, no, point? I I never tried it. I I don't turn my haptic feedback and vibrations on. No, I see you missed it. I think that it would have made you Ah, sick. I did. I think it would have made you hate the gameplay even more, the shooting even more, because... Really? Yeah, for uh, heavier weapons like the shotgun, and I think also the sniper rifle, the left trigger has tension for you pulling okay. it out. So you actually have to like, like, put in like some force really to press it. it down? Yeah, to pull it up to aim. And also, I think, to, oh. to shoot. But... When it gets cool is when you get to the part with the machine uh, against Heisenberg. The, oh, okay. ma- the machine gun has the, the kickback. Of yeah, a it, has the, it has a machine gun, then it has the, the rocket and then the, the chainsaw guard. Yeah, but the, but the so the right trigger there has the kickback of a machine gun, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh. I missed out because I played on Xbox. So I <laughs> oh. missed out completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Calvin actually has reason. I just... I, yeah, ju- I just, you just I, do not like I it. just, I just don't turn my cool next gen features on. Yeah. I mean, I have so a I, PS5, so let me be very, very clear that I have yeah. one. So <laughs> you could have done it. Well, so, so Alan. Yeah. Well, no. You played it. Yeah. You played it six times. Yes. What? How was the first playthrough of it? It was, was amazing. It norm- I, but was I, it normal difficulty survival plus? I, I played on normal it? and I I had an overabundance of ammo. I dude, I got to Heisman's factory. I had like maybe like fifteen grenade launcher bullets, and I was like, bro, I'm gonna merc these fools. <laughs> <laughs> but and and but like it and like I think maybe retroactively it soured my hardcore playthrough because then you just carry over new game plus. So I just had all my Overpower stuff. Shout out. Shout out to the stake Magnum. Fully upgraded. Has 4,500 attack power. Thing kills bosses in like a minute and a half. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I, I do still need to do my, my Village of Shadows run at some point. Because I, I don't know if I'm going to 100% that game or not. Part of me wants to. but I'm, I'm not. I, I'm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I don't. I don't like. Merc- legitimately. Mercenary mode is not very great and it not I be, like it and, I do and, and it not being multiplayer is a big L big yeah, L I can, I, I can see that I mean I think I think it's a fun addition to it but but now when you have to go for S rings for the platinum Calvin come on that's fair that's fair come on that's why you do not do any of that <laughs> but it gives me a unique perspective on the game though that's it, it drastically warps my opinion to anybody else yeah, no. it, it makes you maybe dislike the game even more. <laughs> hey, I still play the game six times. Clearly, I don't hate it. Remember how much you liked Nier? All right, so, uh, so uh, anyways, so the, my, my, closing, used to like that game? My, my closing question, uh, segueing away from Nier Replicant, because that game is, never mind. Um, what did you guys think of the skip to the future with Rose older? I have thoughts on that, yeah, because it definitely, definitely interesting. But so they they call her Evelyn at the end, right? And it's it's kind of like this like little punchy joke the, the FBI BSA guy throws out. Yeah, he's he's yeah. like, I'm just joking. Yeah, but it, Dude. my my question is, does that mean that 
it's not that far in the future because she looks what like 15 16 so but does she yeah. actually age up at the same rate that maybe evelyn did because we see that where she apparently ages very quickly and yeah. then because they stopped giving but, her but remember the though, serum remember that, very old. that evelyn though was a failure that that's that probably added to her failure so i think this mm -hmm. rose aged normally okay i i think it it just sucks because you don't see Chris, so you don't know how much older Rhett Chris looks. Right. Yeah. Right. But do you, so do you think do you think um like Resident Evil Nine, right? Do you think this is gonna just do you think they're just gonna show you Rose and she'll be in like a spinoff or a future thing, or do you think RE Nine is gonna follow Rose and like whatever it's gonna be this far in the future? And then do you want a game following Rose Winters? I think it has sure. to follow Rose. I think they, because they set up that they said the father's story is now done. Yeah. Which yep. implies that it's going to continue with the Winters family. I don't know if we're going to play as Mia or if we're going to play as Rose. I think Rose makes more sense, but she talks about having powers. Yeah. And that's where I'm intrigued, but also scared. Yeah. Because I don't know what that means. Because part of me wants to have like Resident Evil Forsaken. And uh, if, if you've seen that game, um, but part uh, of me is like, that's not Resident Evil is, though. So I don't know. Yeah, I I'm legit. Cause, so like because I'm trying to think, right, because like Evelyn's powers were just to control mold and make mold. Right. So when Rose says I can do things even Chris doesn't know, like, so what exactly like is, are there powers about Evelyn? We just don't know she can do. Like what? Like I if it's going to be some weird thing that Rose is going to shoot guns and she's going to have some kind of like magic meter to just use mold or something well you say it like that yeah it sounds ridiculous but <laughs> um i wonder though because does she have like a culmination of the powers like for example uh, mother miranda has she can mimic people right that's like that's her oh, power yeah, yeah. so can rose do that can she i don't know can she do a super mario odyssey and jump into people's bodies like i, I don't know i have i have so many questions about what that also, means what yeah. that's what does it mean for her to be the heat of a mold? Ah, uh, I mean, I assume Rose has probably a similar thing of Ethan where she can reattach limbs or maybe she can heal rapidly. Yeah, which would be convenient for a game. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm going to wait for Rose's head to get chopped off for her just to nonchalant <laughs> reattach it with some some liquid first aid med. I'll say this, I, I haven't played Six, I don't know if this is 100% correct, but I know there's a character in there that's a, the son of Wesker, who becomes superpowered throughout Resident Evil series, so I wonder if it's kind of going to be a, a bit of a similar thing, or so, not. I don't know if they're going to maybe take that idea and like, hey, it kind of sucked in Six, let's make it work here. I don't know, I haven't played Six, so I can't I, say, but that's... I, I've, I almost platinum Six. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jake, Jake isn't, like, s strong like Wesker. His big thing is he just has, like, the immunity to the virus that Wesker has. Okay. Because there's, the, like, the only big part is that Wesker injects him, or Jake injects, like, the virus into him like everyone else does, and they all turn, but Jake's, he's fine. Because he doesn't, okay. he's not, like, super strong. He, I mean, he's, I mean, he gets his ass beat up in the, in the game, so I assume he's not OP as crap. He's getting his butt handed to him. He's not doing backflips over missiles and stuff like that. Yeah, no, no. I, honestly, Chris does more of the weird crap in that in that game. Resident Evil Six is a strange game. It's a weird game. Mm -hmm. That that Resident Evil Six is like several. It's like Resident Evil Four, Five. It's you know, it's like Resident Evil Two, Five, and kind of a stealth game all in one. It's it's. So Ignacio, Something for everyone. Yeah, I, hmm, for better or worse. <laughs> so closing thoughts, Ignacio. What are what? What's just your closing thoughts on Resident Evil Eight? Would you recommend this to somebody? Would you Would you play this again? Do you think the franchise should go in that in the opposite direction of Resident Evil Eight? Should they kind of just refine what Resident Evil Eight is? I like I talked about. I do have my problems with Resident Evil Eight, but I still at the end of it, I did enjoy my time with it. I did enjoy. I came out of Resident Evil 7 thinking of, thinking that Ethan was an asshole and a bad character. <laughs> I still think Ethan is an asshole in this game, but uh, I think my my opinion of him has... It, it bettered my opinion of him. I still do not like his reactions to things that happen around him. 
<laughs> you don't you like that part. You don't like that part where he pulls the butt of the water and he goes, "Call me a big one." Uh. <laughs> Come on, Calvin. Same to you. What are What are your closing thoughts on Resident Evil Eight? It was a blast. Uh, I know. Fun fact: I played that game in a ten and a half hour stream the second day it came out because yeah. I'm wild. Uh, but yeah, I, you asked Ignacio if you'd recommend it. I would definitely recommend it to someone for sure. I would say play seven first. I know there's a little recap in there, but if it came to recommending a Resident Evil game in general, I'm still gonna say two. Two yeah. is my favorite. Two remake, remake two is my favorite. Yeah, four. The best. The best. No, no. two. No. Two. Two is, two is the best in the series. Four, I don't think it is good to recommend it to anyone. Four holds I up. I do want to play that VR version though. Four holds up so well. Uh, I also want to play it. Yeah. Four holds up so well. Uh, it does, but it's not two. Well, I mean, I, my closing thoughts are pretty nameless. I, I would, I, I mean, I would say I would play Resident Evil Eight again, but I've already played it a lot, so I've already <laughs> succeeded in what I would recommend. But I would recommend you play Resident Evil Eight. I mean, if you like, if I mean, if you like Seven, if you like Four, and you want to kind of see the, the hybrid baby of the two, then play Resident Evil Eight. I. I still, I think the only thing I would have changed was that Chris section. I just, just have it be a glorified cutscene. That was it. But I would recommend you play Resident Evil 8. But, this. So, I, I'm bad at segues, so I don't, I'll, I should make Kyle make something. Uh, cue up the awkward anime dub cutaway to something else. Don't you lecture me with your $30 haircut. Goku dies. Dang it, boy, shoot. Calvin, where can people watch you not play Resident Evil 8 for 10 and a half hours? Uh, so you can find me at twitch.tv slash amazehobs. I'm amazehobs on everything. Uh, if it's the social media, I'm probably on it at some point, but that's that's where I'm at. And I stream Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And the Discord, which is not amazehobs, it's something else. Oh, yeah, that's uh, the That's Rad Discord. We're, we're kind of growing there. It's my little stream community. Um, you know, pop it in the stream, do the exclamation uh, Discord command, it'll pop up for you. Right. Love to have you there, so come hang out. Nice. Ignacio, I think people know where to find you, but if I wanted to find you, where could me and everyone else who doesn't know you find you? Oh, well, people can find me on Twitter at IgnacioRojasB, that's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. And you can find me at Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash AzurePKK. Uh, hop in the stream and tell me that I still haven't, that I take the long road. Because I still take long roads and for you better sure or worse. Take the long road. Take the never long the, road. Never the high road, always the long road. Yep, never high road or short road, always, it's always the long one. You know what? It's fine. You burn more calories that way. You get more exercise. <laughs> But thank you guys for watching and check out our other shows at The Whatnots, Crossplay, Captain's Log, everywhere else. But I'm not going to plug that because that's Kyle's job and not mine, not yet. But I guess we'll get out of here, so see you later. Bye.